Last week in the Gospel, Jesus was in the desert, being tempted for 40 days and 40 nights by the evil one. Today we have another image of the wild, another image of nature, that of the mountain, Mount Tabor, that Jesus takes his three disciples, three of the twelve, and leads them up this mountain and chooses to transfigure himself before them. And this mystery of the transfiguration is one that those who pray the rosary and the mysteries of light meditate on in that fourth mystery of light. What might the mountain mean for our Lenten observance, except if you've ever climbed a mountain, I have, maybe many of you have not, but when you climb a mountain, it takes a lot of perseverance, one foot in front of the other. You have to take rests along the way because you become winded and tired. And maybe that's a symbol of our Lenten season, a message for us, the silent message of the mountain, that during Lent we just keep moving forward, that we put our best effort forward, that we keep climbing this mountain of Lent. We hear this gospel, the transfiguration, because beforehand, afterwards, Jesus is talking about his passion So he wants to remove the scandal of the cross. He wants to remove the scandal of Good Friday from them so that already they might anticipate Easter and this glorification that he offered them on this Mount Tabor. I'd like to maybe focus today a bit on some of the actions of the gospel, some of the movements of the gospel. And really, as they happen to Peter, James, and John, well, what does it look like for us to live in this moment of transfiguration during the season of Lent. The very first thing, as the gospel begins, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and his brother and led them up a high mountain by themselves. What does that mean? Jesus chose them. He picked them out. He led them. They followed him. And really, for us, well, the Lord Jesus has done the same thing. That today in our daily life, on this Sunday morning, that Jesus has called us out of wherever we were, from our homes, in front of the television, from the breakfast table, whatever we were doing, that now we're here in this place to experience the glory of God. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, he chose them, he led them, and they followed him. Maybe for us, during our Lenten journey, during our life, really, to notice how it is that Jesus continues to choose us, how he continues to call us, how he continues to lead us all the days of our life. And maybe in the morning, that's how we pray. Jesus, lead me today so that I might do what you want me to do and go where you want me to go. The second movement of the gospel And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. Jesus was transfigured. He was changed. He became dazzling white, as one of the other gospel writers calls it. He's revealing his glory to these apostles. Maybe in our own life, it's to ask the Lord Jesus to reveal his glory to us, that he might manifest his power in our lives. 
that he might open our eyes, that we might see, so that we don't miss out on anything that the Lord is trying to reveal to us. Sometimes it's a very simple thing. When I'm going about upstairs in my house and I'm going down the stairs and I look out the window and see the sunset at the evening hour, to be caught up in the beauty of nature and how God the Creator reveals his beauty. There are so many ways in our life that the Lord Jesus reveals his glory to us. And so we, allow, we ask him to show us, to reveal that to us that we might see it. And after this moment of transfiguration, the third thing that happens is Peter says, Lord, it is good that we are here. He exclaims how good it is for them to be there in this moment. He's living in the present. He's not focused on what happened earlier or what's going to happen, but he's focused right now on being with the Lord, of wanting to remain there, of not wanting to go down that mountain For us in our own lives to live like Peter might mean that we have a sense of gratitude each and every day for the many blessings that come upon us, for all of the experiences that we have throughout our life. Might look like this at the end of the at the end of the day, just simply to pause and reflect and say, "Where did I see God's glory today? How did Jesus manifest Himself to me?" And that conversation I had with a friend in that meal that I shared, all these ways that we can give thanks and gratitude to God for his blessings in our life. Fourthly, from the cloud, the voice says, listen to him. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. The apostles, Peter, James, and John, they listen to every word of Jesus. They listen to him when he says, do not tell this vision to anyone. They listen to his teachings and they hear his words of preaching. And so for us in our own life, in our own Lent, how is it that we strive to listen to the Lord Jesus, except in that prayer that we have, maybe in the few moments of silence that we have, in the scriptures that we read, in the devotional book that we undertake, that we listen to how God is speaking to us in these different ways. Then lastly, I think maybe the most moving part of this gospel today, and when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus. They saw no one else but Jesus. Right before that, the apostles were struck with fear. And Jesus comes to them and touches them and says, Rise and do not be afraid. And as they rise and open their eyes, all they see is Jesus. Maybe in our own life and the fears that we have, we open our eyes and to see that Jesus does not abandon us, that he is with us in those moments. We allow Jesus to be there in those moments of joy and celebration. We allow the Lord to be there in moments of sadness and sorrow and mourning. It's really allowing ourselves to live our lives aware of how Jesus is present with us in each and every moment, so that when we open our eyes, we see no one else but Jesus himself. See this gospel of the transfiguration, what happens to Peter, James, and John can happen to all of us.
that Jesus chooses us and leads us, that he reveals his glory to us and moves us to thanksgiving, that we listen to all the things that God says to us so that we might see Jesus alone. Maybe this Lenten week, we try to live this gospel of the transfiguration, allowing what happened to Peter, James, and John to happen to all of us.